podcasting from Knoxville along the banks of the mighty Tennessee River. This is the Startup Knox podcast featuring interviews with local entrepreneurs. I'm your host, Brandon Bruce, and today we continue our series of interviews in partnership with Webb School of Knoxville. Each student in the Introduction to Entrepreneurship and Design Thinking course and the Honors Entrepreneurship course interviews a local entrepreneur. In this episode, Tia Taylor, class of 2022, interviews Perry Mafus. So I have Perry Mafus. She's a 17-year-old entrepreneur, and she goes to Webb High School, um, and she started a nonprofit organization called Heels with Meals, and it started in 2021. So I'm going to go straight into my questions. So the first one is, like, what is Heal with Meals? Because I know it says on your Instagram bio, it's a description, but if you could just let people know, like, what it does, what the things you do in it, and then, like, what are your goals with yeah. that? So Heal with Meals is a nonprofit organization, like you said, and it basically helps teach underserved kids the importance of nutrition and just overall wellness and holistic nutrition. And it also... Uh, focuses on providing nutritious foods for kids in food desert areas who are malnourished. And is is this vegan based or? Um, most of the meals are plant based, but like for instance, like the Thanksgiving meals that I did, like that definitely was not. Yeah. And like I just, if I am going to provide meat, it's going to be like hormone free and organic. Yeah. Okay. Um, what was like your inspiration or your motivation for starting Heels uh, with Meals? Yeah, um, well, it was kind of, I had the idea probably like three years ago, but I didn't really think I was going to start it this soon, Mm -hmm. and it just kind of happened because I was taking this holistic nutrition class that's uh, made by the professors at Cornell University, and we talked a lot about like the injustice surrounding malnutrition, and specifically for kids, and just like how nutrition affects like psychological behavior and things like that for adolescents and just the more I read about it the more I got passionate about it and I just I had to start it so the malnutrition thing is that based off of you pushed that for like personal experiences or was that just looking from the world itself and seeing what it needed or um kind of both I had struggled with two eating disorders growing up Mm -hmm. so there was a point in my life where I was severely malnourished so just kind of having like that better relationship with food, which is another thing that Heal With Meals is really adamant about, which is like body positivity and teaching kids like how to have good relationships with food and not to look at food as a reward or a punishment and yep. things like that. Okay. Um, like I know you just mentioned the Thanksgiving uh, meals that y'all did, but what are like some other things that y'all have done within Yeah. That? So over the summer we did, um, I think like 1,500 meals. Um, Most of them went to Girls Inc. and they were all like pre-packed lunches. Um, Some went to the Boys and Girls Club and some just went to individual families that we knew of that were struggling with like during the pandemic, like with getting groceries. So um, yeah, that was really cool. And then also I go and there's like the outreach programs that I do where I go and teach at like Onsdale Elementary or um, Norwood and places like that where the kids don't know anything about nutrition, and I teach there. Yeah. So you just mentioned that I um, there, you came up with this idea three years ago. Uh, you say you talked to Cornell, people at Cornell University. Mm-hmm. So um, during those three years, or before those three years, when you came up with the idea, was it you that just popped it, like popped into your head one day, and you're like, oh, I want to start this, 
or were you talking to friends and they mentioned something and it made you think of it or your parents or like how did that how did you get the idea into starting it it was very random it just kind of came in my head one day and I was like I really want to do this and yeah okay okay um what was um what was like the hardest part about starting Heels with Meals especially since it's like a non-profit organization Mm -hmm. that was the hardest thing Getting the 5013C, I think. I mean, like, I'm, there's still a lot of complications with it right now. It's just, it's so, like, the paperwork is so difficult. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was something my mom definitely really helped me with and is continuing to help me with because it's just, like, it's so, it's all about, like, lawyers and, and like, I just don't, I don't like it. And it so was can you explain what a 5013C is? Yeah, so basically it allows you to get donations like not from the government like from other people mm-hmm. and then they get a tax exempt when you do that so all organizations are allowed to get donations mm-hmm. from people but they may not be able to get a tax exempt if there isn't a 5013c and people typically don't want it. people typically want a tax exempt if they're going to donate um so your slogan is health healthy vibes healthy lives <laughs> Um, so what, like, how did you come up with it and can you explain the meaning? I don't really know how I came up with it. Um, I think it was just kind of like, it rhymed and I liked it and mm-hmm. it just kind of, it's like kid friendly, I guess. And, yeah. and like kids like to say it and it's just, it makes sense, especially like the healthy vibes part. It's mm-hmm. just, you know, like you're just trying to be as holistic as possible. So what's your, your age range? Like what? audience are you going more towards is it more for like elementary school kids or does it go through high school like what's mm-hmm. sort of that age range you're going towards um, so right now it's elementary and middle school but mm-hmm. I want to help with high school kids a lot there's just not that many organizations that yeah. do help with do you think you you get a lot more people to be involved with what you're doing if you've got high school as I think well so. Yeah. Um, so you just said I know you said your mom helped you with your 5013 c did they, when you first mentioned the idea to them, were they all for it or were they like a little iffy, like, I don't know if you should do this? Like, yeah, um, my parents are very much business people. They both mm-hmm. run their own businesses. So when I came when I came to them and said, hey, like, I want to start this, they were definitely very mm-hmm. supportive. And my dad is um, very much like a nutrition ambassador, I guess I could say, just because he struggled with stage four colon cancer and mm-hmm. he reversed it through just eating healthy and that was something that I helped him with along the way so he just definitely loves nutrition and he's very passionate about the injustice surrounding malnutrition in food desert areas so he was definitely very much like yes like I'm going to support you as much as I can. So you're using a lot of like your your parents personal things Mm -hmm. and a lot of like their uh experience and business into yours. Mm -hmm. Yeah so um I know you said you just started last year, but where do you like where do you see your your organization going next ten years? I know you're gonna go through college, mm-hmm. so you have experience, you may have experience or whatever, you know, your majors through that. Mm-hmm. Like, do you think it's going to you being in college and having a uh, like a change of a life, do you think that's gonna affect what you have right now or do you think that's gonna help you actually pursue it to go further than what you may think it will go? I I guess like that last part of that question, I kind of go back and forth with just because like right now I'm taking six classes, which is the most I've ever taken. And it's just been like kind of difficult for me to get things going again with Heal With Meals mm-hmm. and to take six classes. 
And so I just, I see myself in college maybe doing the same thing because I always overbook myself. It's just like something that is in my blood, I guess. Mm -hmm. But I just, I think when I'm in college, like I'm going to try my best to continue with you with meals. And I know I'm probably going to have a lot more free time because I won't be in school for eight hours a day, Mm -hmm. which would be really nice. But I just, I I kind of see it as it's going to help me propel forward, but it also might be like something that hinders it just a little bit yeah do you have like a lot of help like a lot of uh co-workers uh, or is it really just you maybe like a few other people it's really just me and a few other people sometimes it just kind of feels like a one-woman show especially mm-hmm. like with the education programs because at like not yeah last year it was like every single day i was going to new elementary school or girls mm-hmm. anchor something like that and talking to them um but now it's just kind of like a once or twice a week kind of thing because i'm mm-hmm. just i just need I need time. Like, I, yeah. I'm exhausted. Do you think you can, like, you would be willing to maybe host some classes or some, um, like, group-type things that, like, for people that are interested to get them involved so it's not a one-man show so that yes. when you are busy, you can still, like, have your organization going, um, but it can go even if you're not there and stuff? Yeah, I was talking to my mom about that. I just don't know if I'm ready to hire anyone, but I definitely want to find volunteers that mm-hmm. would be interested. Okay. Um, so what and well, entrepreneur, because I feel like almost any uh, entrepreneur that has a business has someone who inspired them. What was like, who was your inspirer of entrepreneur to let you like make or not make you, but inspire you to start this business? Like, were they into pushing malnutrition? Were they vegan or were they just a entrepreneur in general? Uh, just like an entrepreneur in general is always Reese what it's been for me. I just... To me, well, she actually got me interested in Girls Inc. just through, like, Instagram. because She's mm-hmm. an ambassador for the one in Nashville. And so that was the first organization I ever talked to, and that was kind of, like, because of her. But I just, I love everything she stands for, and she just is all about inclusivity and everything. And I just, her company, Hello Sunshine, even though, like, she sold it, it was, like, really amazing for getting inclusivity in the media. And I just, she's an inspiration to me. Speaking of media... Um, how I know you have an Instagram and I know you give me your business card, um, but is there any other like big platforms that you use? Like, is there Facebook? Is there a Twitter? Like, other social media that people use to see it? Um, I'm trying to start a TikTok about it because I feel like it'd be cute to get like kids like talking about like their experience with nutrition on there as long as they have like their parents' permission. Mm-hmm. But um, I'm right now trying to start a website. It's just it's been difficult to keep going and doing it just because like I have like a million other things to do right. with like school and everything um but hopefully that will be ready by the summer yeah. um what is like your biggest accomplishment and then was like one of your biggest failures oh geez um my biggest accomplishment I think is just my partnership with Girls Inc I'm like surprised that I was able to just in the first six months create a partnership this like tight if that makes sense with an organization that's this big and this well known yeah so I think that that's definitely just the biggest accomplishment for Heal with Meals and then like helping them with their lunches was great um and I think my biggest failure was trying to hire people if that makes sense I just it just didn't really like work out mm-hmm. um and it was kind of frustrating because I couldn't really find anyone that was actually really passionate about Heal With Meals. It was more just people wanting to put something on their resume, yeah. which is great. But I just, I need someone who's going to be just, who loves what the organization is and wants to help me take it further and not 
help them take their careers further. That yeah. makes sense. No, yeah, right. Um, so this is my last question. Um, it's like, who is your biggest or most important connection that helps you with your organization? Yeah, definitely Girls Inc. Um, yeah, so Elena is the uh, executive director of Girls Inc. And she's just helped me so much. Like, she's helped me get the word out about it. Um, and then whenever I want to work with, like, an elementary school or another organization, like, most of them already know her. So I could just say in the email, if you need, like, a referral, like, I work with Girls Inc. and I work with Elena. And then she gives them a referral, and it's always super positive. And then they want to work with you with meals. So she's definitely helped me so much. And she's always there if I have any questions about just the nonprofit industry and everything. And I just, she's amazing. Yeah. I know that's about my last question. But um, I know you said you work with Girls Inc., which is obviously uh, for women and Mm -hmm. young girls. Are you thinking about for your organization to expand it towards males as well? Oh, yeah. No, it already is. Um, When I go to elementary schools, it's boys and girls. Um, But Girls Inc. was just kind of like the first organization that was really super interested in what Heal With Males was doing. Mm -hmm. And so that was the first partnership. But it's definitely, it's like a co-ed organization. So the questions I had, anybody have any questions for Perry and what she does? Ned? How busy are you in the summer? Is it like every day, nonstop? It's every day, nonstop. I think last summer I was working, just making lunches like all day, every day. On the 4th of July, like I just didn't leave the house because I was just making lunches all day. Um, But I'm hoping that's going to be different this year because I'm taking on a lot more um, like activities and just a lot more things are happening for you with meals. So I'm hoping that there's going to be more volunteers that are going to help make meals. In the beginning, did you have to, did you mostly provide all of the, like the food and the stuff to make it with? Like, did you, did you start that you're like providing it yourself and then like have people come and like raise money to help you to do it? Or is there like anything? Yeah. Um, well, the first time I ever provide meals was in the summer and I just got like a bunch of sponsors which was just me emailing like a bunch of like businesses and asking like hey can you just sponsor these most of them said yes which was really nice Um, and I just like tried to find businesses that either I had a connection to or they just were really interested in nutrition and everything like that. How much should I do you keep for yourself? Um, I'm not keeping any money for myself right now. But in a year or a couple of years, um, depending on how, like, the 503C shapes, because that kind of tells you, like, how much you can keep in a way, um, I'm going to work that out with, like, lawyers and people because I want to do it as legally, as as, just legally. (laughs) Are you going to, when you go to college, are you going to try to get out the word of Heels With Meals? Because if you do that, maybe you could, like, get some people who are actually interested in what you're doing or do you think about maybe starting sort of like a club maybe in sort of a way that's based off of your organization that gets people involved and things like that is that any ideas yeah um I don't know if I'm gonna ever start a club in college but I'm definitely gonna like find nutrition majors and be like hey do you want to like do this and like maybe they'll be interested Like, okay, so after college, are you going to try and continue it, or are you going to give it to someone else or try to do that and, like, another real job, or is this going to be your forever job? I haven't really 
um, work that all out yet just because it's like five years from now. Um, but I hope that this is always something I have on the side. Right now, it's a lot like grassroots work where I'm just like going to schools and making lunches. But I think in the future, it's going to be a lot more behind the scenes, um, which hopefully I'll have more time to do. Did you have a job before this? Um, not really. I kind of took like internships at like my dad's company. That was really the only thing that I ever did. How do you plan to like continue to support your business financially? Like when, as far as like drawing back from the same sponsors versus trying to expand to different supporters, how do you plan to like balance that? Um, I guess just right now, my sister has wants to do like fundraisers and things like that. So hopefully that will help. Um, but right now the sponsors have been really working and um, like, I guess just constantly getting donations. Like I'm getting a website so you can like hit the donate button. Just random people can donate. I, I don't know how that works, but <laughs> yeah. So if it like does get like super successful in the future, do you think you'd branch off to different aspects of like health wise, like ex like exercise for kids and stuff yeah. like that? So I'm, I'm trying to do that right now, like the exercise things. Like there's like three different programs for Heal With Meals. And one of them I want to be like a mind, body, and soul thing. So that's like exercising. So I want to collaborate with like a yoga studio or like just some like fitness area, like fitness center in Knoxville and be like um, kind of like an exercise thing for kids. Because I, I feel like that's a really important part of health. Yeah. Okay, uh, if another company were to come and try and buy from you, would you sell it? And if, if yes, why? If no, why? I don't know if that's how it works for nonprofits, if you buy or sell it. Um, but I guess if, yeah, I, Mr. Bruce, is that how it works for nonprofits? Like, can you buy and sell it? Um, you can. Well, one example is United Way recently merged with um, Volunteer East Tennessee. Mm -hmm. So now Volunteer East Tennessee is part of United Way. Um, different than a for-profit company. The, people at Volunteer East Tennessee wouldn't have profited from that yeah. merger acquisition, you know what okay. I mean? Whereas typically if you're selling a company, the shareholders, so typically the owners, but also any investors, would often make money on that transaction. So nonprofits just different at a foundational level yeah. because there are owners. Yeah. There's a director, that would be you, the yeah. executive director, and then there's a board yeah. that governs it, but the board doesn't have financial interest in the organization. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so I guess like that question would be more like in the future, which I haven't really thought about a lot of stuff that's like five or six years out or even like 10 or 20 years out. I'm really just trying to focus on like week by week or just month by month and I'm trying to plan for the summer, which is really what's going on right now. So if you decide to go out of state for college, how are you gonna like keep up with your company if it's based here? Yeah, luckily um, I think at least what my mom told me how it works is I the LLC that I have for Heal With Meals can work in any state. So I can continue to work on Heal With Meals if I go to like school in South Carolina, for example. Um, but also I would probably have to hire then for people to keep it going here. Do you think that this will turn from a nonprofit to a profit if Let's say there's a lot of activities that you let the kids get involved in, but you there will be maybe a point in time where 
you need people to maybe pay for something. Yeah. Um, just because maybe financials, if financials were to ever get tricky and stuff like that, do you ever think it would change from nonprofit to a profit? Um, I don't think so. I can definitely like I have ideas for like like um, to make profits, but um, I just don't think I would ever turn it into a profit organization. I just think it's I think it should stay a nonprofit. I just think that it helps. Like it is better defined. So I know you said you go to like elementary schools a lot, but um, school's not in session in the summer. How does that affect your business? Um, it doesn't really. I mean, I definitely have more time to do meals, which is what I love to do more. Education. Like I like to just provide meals. Like that's just my favorite thing about Heal with Meals. So I have more time to do that, and like. I, Girls Inc. and Boys and Girls Club still happens in the summer, so I go to organizations like that. And then there's like Kinder Care, for example, they have daycare, so I go to I go there and teach nutrition to like the full preschoolers. And it's really fun. Harry, how are you building your website? What platform are you using? Um, it's like it starts with the we. It's like a, a W. It's like Wix. Wix, yes. Okay. And are you doing it yourself, or you have people that are also helping you do it? My sister and I are working on it, because she uh, majored in public relations and advertising, so like she had to build a lot of websites for nonprofit organizations, so she's helping me. Okay, cool. Anybody else have any other questions? Yeah. Would you merge with a company if you had a chance? I think so. I think that would be really fun, but it, did, it would depend on the company, and it would depend on like what they want to do. Have you ever thought of like maybe trying to do something like for nations and trying to expand it that way, like a kind of like a mission trip of some sort? Um, I definitely have thought about that just because I just feel like that'd be so cool. But I just I don't know how I would do that now with like yeah. being in school and everything. But I think that would be a definitely like something long term that I would love to do. You talked about hiring before. So when do you make that decision? Is there a point at which the organization has enough revenue, cash flow, that enables you to make the hire? Or is it a grant that comes through? Or is it when you feel overwhelmed, there's too much to do, so you need someone to come on board to help, or a combination of those things? I already feel overwhelmed. I think it's more of just like the revenue and things like that. I just, I want to make sure that, especially like older people, because that's that those were the people that I was interviewing before and I just I couldn't give them like an income if that makes sense so they weren't interested which obviously like that makes sense but um I think like as you said once I get more revenues when I'm gonna start hiring more you think that'll come from individual donations or foundation grants or government funding or people paying for the program or some combination of all of those? I think it's going to be a combination of all of those, but I think it's going to be mostly like foundation and government grants. Okay. Are you going to make like, um, like maybe t-shirts or something? Or you have t-shirts? Mm-hmm. I was like, I don't know if it was like village space or something. I was like, maybe you could mm-hmm. ask Will if he could throw in some <laughs> ideas for you or you can collab on that and you know you know what I'm saying like just some you know work with your uh, your community around you things like that yeah you know like what I'm saying? Juliana Geyer can she designed the logo oh she did yeah
just a thought for Will if you ever want to pull up with somebody. There's Sounds one right good. There. Yeah. Partnership in the making. Yeah. 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 Opportunity knocks. But those are all the questions I have. So if we were if we were crowdsourcing, if you were relying on the class okay. to help you build the nonprofit or continue yeah. to build it, yeah. what what would be your top things on the list? I think definitely collaborating with like a yoga studio. That's why I want to like interview Katie because I feel like that would just be a great way to like get my foot in the door. Um, but I just I want to create more programs because right now I only have three. And I just, I guess also, uh, like, helping with, like, reach out to other organizations. Because right now I'm really just, I'm really involved with Girls Inc., which is great. But I want to make sure that that's not, I don't put all my eggs in one basket. Okay, so additional additional partnerships so mm-hmm. that you can reach more people. Mm-hmm. And then what is the yoga studio partnership? How do you envision that working? Is that, like, a location to run programming? Um, Kind of. Like, I guess just it would be, like, a once-in-a-month thing where the kids would go into the studio and they would like host a class there okay. but also it would be to help me build a program for um, like health and fitness for young kids thanks for listening to the startup knox podcast join us for our next episode in partnership with web school of knoxville each student in the introduction to entrepreneurship and design thinking course and the honors entrepreneurship course interviews a local entrepreneur you can subscribe to the startup knox podcast And you can download a free resource guide for entrepreneurs at startupnox.com. Thanks for listening.